usually uh, we have uh, my uh, co-host Saurav, mm-hmm. who's with us. Uh, but Saurav's a full-time tabla player, so uh, he had a show at NIT Varangal. Okay. And uh, <laughs> yeah, he was just delayed. So um, yeah, so that's fun. But uh, uh, Rahul Twinkle, thank you for coming on the Hyderabad Hiccup. Uh, as you can see, I've uh, worn my pastel uh, harem pants and shirt. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say nice pants. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I wanted to look like uh, the average kombucha drinker. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, I thought I'd put these on, and um, I've been having your kombucha, uh, not for very long, but uh, very intensely over the past uh, few weeks. Um, so the only public record i could find uh-huh. of you was like uh, i had there were like snippets in different kombucha centric news pieces uh-huh. yeah. um but like what i really want to know is like you know how the both of you got into this um and uh, how's how's it been going because you guys make some really nice kombucha <laughs> and uh, it'll be nice to know you know the story behind that so how how old is this like you know i i only saw it recently on swiggy but i'm guessing before people come on swiggy they've been on for years and years i i um, wouldn't say years and years but it's been just around a year and and some like a year oh, and so a, a year and a year, year no and a it's just been yeah like a year maybe oh few days past a year actually yeah yeah in feb i think it was one year interesting good stuff on oh that's yeah. fine yeah so you're just a, so you're a year old yeah a little bit a, a year and a couple of months is, is is what it is but swiggy happened maybe uh what 5 6 5 6 months ago yeah Yeah and yeah. how how has that been how has swiggy been for yeah, your so uh, it's been really good i think so we started off i think uh, like as the second wave was coming down right yeah. yeah so obviously the sales weren't great when we first when yeah. we like first came on to swiggy and we didn't really like uh, expected to even go that high because it was win- like the winter months yeah. and generally people were just very skeptical about having like cold drinks because they thought they'll get cold and that might be covid something like that so yeah there were a lot of people who weren't really drinking our stuff and then suddenly i i don't know what happened but yeah we went up quite quickly. yeah that's very weird because uh, that's exactly what like my grade school teacher would say yeah like uh, in gitanjali they don't drink cold drinks that's how you get cold yeah. completely disregarding <laughs> centuries of research on viruses and bacteria yeah but I, i've seen it happen at home as well right like i, I i'm someone who drinks like especially when it's hot i i drink like cold water a lot of ice and then you know you'll have parents say no don't don't drink cold water during you know especially during covid right and yeah so this was uh, so this was actually uh, the best example of this um so i'm actually um, an economist by profession um so i do a lot of causality research um so the the funniest uh, example of this that i found where people kind of just random correlated things uh, they kind of associate with each other is um in muzaffar muzaffarpur in bihar uh, a lot of children died due to japanese encephalitis okay that's just like a disease that happens you know there's a lack of oxygen <laughs> like we all know now um, Wait, did you say japanese encephalitis uh, yeah that's just the name of the disease okay. it's encephalitis okay right and uh, one year in 2019 everyone was like uh, these children died because they ate lychees 
<laughs> so let us ban leeches <laughs> in the state where like for years and years children have been dying and yes that's a healthcare failure but the last thing that's causing this is leeches um but no i've i've heard that i've heard that before if you drink cold stuff you get a cold yeah. so <laughs> that yeah. must have made it damn difficult to sell yeah. coming after yeah, the second wave yeah, yeah and that one is city like hyderabad where it barely like you know like drops below like max 18 maybe yeah exactly it's yeah. never cold here it's yeah. always pleasant yeah. it's 18 and then people get their like puffy jackets yeah. out and then and the monkey caps yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man oh man i oh man it's been so long since i've seen someone with a monkey cap on a uh a, a scooter but yeah so how how did you all get started like did you all start up in college or how how did you find kombucha because i've always found that if someone's making kombucha you know they've done a lot of things and it's not been a linear trajectory to that uh not necessarily so i i we discovered kombucha at uh this hippie town called gokarna of course you of did of course right of yeah course. that's so that's it's just a shack off the beach that was serving kombucha and then uh we tasted some it was a little funky initially it's just like the kombucha girl meme right have you seen the kombucha girl meme wait there's a kombucha girl meme you yeah, probably seen the oh meme you just God, don't know so that viral. it's the kombucha girl really meme. yeah now, hold on let me pull it up let me pull it up oh my god i how have i not seen she's this? Uh, she's also like been on like buzzfeed and there's like a whole video on her Oh, she's the kombucha girl. Yeah. She's the kombucha girl. I didn't girl. know she was called the kombucha girl. So, so I think the meme started with a, her doing like an online video review on YouTube of her no, trying out. No, so she kombucha? just like I think it was just like an Instagram story or something. Okay. And she was just trying kombucha and she had like like a weird reaction. <laughs> I am not gonna try to mimic it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I remember that. Yeah. So it, it was pretty much that, right? Like you first Very tried it. Very intriguing. Like, hmm, it's kind of funky, and then you take another sip and. interesting and then you really, you you really like it it's a good, pretty good flavor and then it very it's very adjacent to beer but also has that slightly acidic like apple cider kind of yeah. kind of funk to it and it's not alcoholic and yeah. it's non alcoholic but it feels alcoholic like you yeah. feel like this should have alcohol <laughs> Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. then everyone's surprised and sometimes disappointed yeah, that so it doesn't we've had people even compare it to kallu Ah, interesting. Probably yeah. because of the yeast, uh, the yeasty flavor. Yeah. So they said, the, the oh, the smell like and everything—it just reminds them of like local fermented liquors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, but coming back, so you guys, so you found it at Gokarna. Yeah. Yeah. But then, like, how did that turn into a production process? Yeah. So I, I me and my friend were like, okay, let's, um, you know, we want to try to find this and have more of this once we're back in. in manipal and um we couldn't we couldn't find it anywhere and there were a few companies that you know shipped kombucha to to your house mm-hmm. and but these just tasted like soda they were they were pasteurized they were filtered and they didn't have that same you know raw kombucha flavor and so we just started brewing our we just started brewing our own and um so that's when we started giving it to a few friends and then they started really enjoying it and we've been brewing for like what 3 4 3 years at at home now and yeah and and then we actually sold it to a few friends for a short period of time uh this was back in this was back in my college in in manipal where i studied and that was just for like 6 months where we sold it and it got quite 
got quite popular but then came back to hyderabad after college and it was during the lockdown that you know um she, I, i still make brewing kombucha at home and then you know she really pushed me saying hey let's let's actually start something in hyderabad with this and yeah that's how he's that's how he's so started. rahul when he so he's i started in bangalore and he we both like met in school like right. we're friends from school so wait a school in hyderabad yeah, yeah, yeah. which which school did chirek. you go to chirek chirek oh chirek interesting yeah. interesting yeah. my uh, cousin used to go to chirek Uh, and the only memory i have of chirek is when it got flooded in 2004 or something uh, I, don't i don't know it's uh, i don't know maybe it's uh, too far back but like yeah. i was a kid like that my only memory of chirek is going there in flooded uh, roads in my car to get my cousin back because uh, the chirek admin was like it does a flood just parents come back get your children um but okay so you're from chirek okay yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. fun interesting yeah. so right so you were in bank so you were in manipal doing manipal. this independently and at this time twinkle you're in bangalore yeah i'm in bangalore okay. so like he used to so we like i've tried kombucha uh, you know when he's made it and at first i was like like this was weird i've heard of it before because it was already a thing that was happening in california a lot people were obsessed with it there um and uh, yeah and it tasted very different but i think i i i liked it more than beer so i i don't really like beer but uh, this is like it because of kombucha i think i like beer now like a little bit yeah and to be honest beer is a pretty shit beverage we shouldn't <laughs> we shouldn't be drinking beer we we can do so yeah, much better yeah it's on. not um, very healthy like it does, it just doesn't make you feel good after i mean i really it. don't care about the healthy part so much it's just how it feels in my mouth yeah no this. even in my stomach i just feel so full like ha- yeah. after having like half a glass i'm just like i can't have this anymore yeah but anyways so you were in in bangalore and you yeah. had tried Raul's kombucha by then. Yeah. Um so at what point do you guys think that you should come together and start the So business? we moved back once we graduated from our colleges we moved back and uh, Raul was already working and uh, so was I. But uh, during the lockdown like um like there wasn't much to do, right? Yeah. So a lot of I know it's not just as a lot of people have a second like a small startup that they've started. during the lockdown a lot of like people opened up a small cafe or s- explored into coffee and kombucha just became something that i now dwelled into and right. i i started like yeah like we decided let's just go and approach cafes because it's not really there in hyderabad yeah, yeah. and uh, the ones that are there uh, like even that you can get right they they don't like i personally didn't like it as much as what they suck yeah. what they made, what he made <laughs> so yeah so i was like we should really get this out because people don't really seem to understand how you can play with kombucha as a flavor they're just like making it okay this is something healthy drink it nothing no thought beyond that and but it has its own flavor that you can actually play off and yeah we decide to just work on all of that curate a few flavors and um Yeah and then we like I I did like the branding for it for the bottles and everything. Oh so the the packaging and all that's all you. Yeah. That's all. Okay. Her. Because it's it's really good. I mean yeah, uh that's you. the first thing I noticed uh the nice uh covers the the nice cardboard cutouts to keep the bottles upright. Yeah. And of course the bottles themselves are very nice and uh, a very beer like feel to when you hold them. Yeah. Uh because most kombucha comes in like glass containers which are of course the milkshake container yes, right? Yeah. The milkshake container. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh did you did you consider putting it in that no. as well or so No, we didn't, we didn't consider it. We knew <laughs> the problem with that is uh so a couple of things. Firstly, um it's they're they're all transparent and so 
over a long storage period i think like light can uh you know light can spoil spoil things especially uv bacteria uh, uv light can kill off bacteria and yeah. the live culture but that's over a long period of time and wow i had just not considered that of course it would yeah, and so the, uh, yeah and you have to bottle it and you know keep it and transport it so who knows yeah. what happens uh, on the way out right right yeah. exactly and the second thing is um the the tight i mean mm-hmm. the the cap is not very tight right and so carbonation sometimes is not going to is not going to be retained as well as with the crown cap thing yeah. that we have on the on the beer bottles so yeah and yeah, the beer was in court and court like kombucha is a non alcoholic yeah so i'm just beverage. calling them yeah. i'm just calling them beer, beer bottles, bottles because yeah. it's easily like recognizable everyone knows what a yeah, beer bottle yeah yeah and i'm and i'm sure like yeah. uh, i don't know where you source your bottles from but i'm sure it's a bottling plant who otherwise makes uh, you know stuff yeah, for beer as well yeah, so yeah yeah probably and you'll see that some some brands who have the milkshake bottle they'll have like a little plastic uh, thing seal. around the cap to seal right. to, yeah. to like prevent carbonation so there are lug caps those uh-huh. caps on top so lug the, lug yeah lug oh interesting yeah. do you do you know why i don't know this yeah, yeah so okay. those caps like one is i think the seal the seal is not uh, like to make it tamper proof right? Right. right you need to put those plastic things around it and that just seemed like an unnecessary step and we generally were trying to be as far away from plastic as possible Right. throughout our entire packaging process and uh, those sometimes if you go and like pick it up off the shelf you'll find them like really puffed up yeah. like these lug caps because yeah, yeah. the gas builds up so yeah. these have been fermenting and they are about to gush out right yeah so there there was uh, like one particular brand when i went to the store and they were all like that and i opened one and it fell all over luckily i knew i knew it was going to puff up so i pulled in the front others would have fallen all over me so yeah. th- they don't contain it that well they're also not good for like a pressurized system they're meant to be for like milk and like milkshakes they're not meant to be for carbonated drinks right i see yeah. so you guys knew that this was not a good long term yeah. bottling yeah. solution yeah. yeah and generally i i think like i personally didn't like the aesthetic of those bottles right yeah. right yeah i guess yeah i guess it was interesting because that's how i was introduced to kombucha first like having it out of those bottles yeah. um but yeah i'm these bottles are just so familiar um you know uh, i mean uh, that it's just so much easier do you think that has also helped in like take up because these bottles just look like you know familiar or or do you think that i think it's kombucha, both yeah. i think yeah. it's helped us and it's also restricted our are like uh, the number of people who do trials because uh generally like kombucha like all around the world a lot of women do drink it but people for some reason like most of our base is men right yeah and i uh, think it's because of the bottles case in point <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think it's because of the bottles uh but if you just see kombucha as a product actually like women tend to like like it more because of whatever the health benefits uh the taste low calorie whatever it is but uh, with these bottles especially in india where you know people like if you bring it home people are like why are you bringing beer home yeah and yeah. so that might be a problem so we did consider maybe we should have maybe we should like go change it we were like no it's fine leave it like people are like now it's too late people really like the people who do like our stuff love our bottles they love how it comes and they also like you know it's like it's uh, kind of replicating the feel of just chilling back having a beer yeah but without 
you know the alcohol yeah and i uh, so i actually also order a lot of wildberry kombucha because i just order a lot of kombucha in general um and i was talking to niharika and saying that the beer bottles are a nice touch as well um you know but you know i mean it's it's for me as a consumer it's nice to mix it up uh, as well um but yeah these are definitely nice so okay so you guys came back it was the pandemic you guys were had some free time you started this um so how was that initial phase when you guys were just starting out um and you know how did you find time from your day jobs what were your first clients like yeah so the like the first things we did before we even had any packaging or we in fact before we even sourced any like materials for the bottles and what not we just we just spoke to uh, went to a cafe that we really liked and then they had they had sort of like specialty coffee and teas on their menu and so we just said hey we're thinking of doing this uh, you know uh, kombucha thing would you be interested in having it at your place and he seemed very very interested he's he said yeah absolutely that's something that we've been thinking of doing as well if you have a product that you'd like to have at our cafe we'd we'd love to have you on board why don't you bring over some samples and then uh, i'm like sure i'll come over in a week and then that's when we're like oh shit we got to design labels we got to get bottles we got to make kombucha and and think of the flavors we have and so it was in in that week that we kind of hurriedly designed labels got them printed at the local store and slapped them on a few bottles and sent it over to him and uh, he really liked it and that that's that's how our that's how we got our first, first cafe on board yeah our first cafe on board right interesting so are they i mean i'm just curious are they like still with you or have no. they no did they was it the lockdown that took them away yeah or, it was uh, the lockdown like uh, the cafe just uh, i think generally like kombucha was something we so we started in uh, December, uh, Jan. So yeah. we like went to him and spoke this to him in Jan. Jan 2021? Yeah, yeah. Right. So we spoke and then by the time we actually delivered it, it was Feb. I think March, uh, around like March or March, April, the second wave hit. Oh no. Yeah. So oh. we were just about to take off. So the first time we actually got out and got to meet like our, uh, let's say like our direct consumers, right? Was we did this farmer's market and um, and we spoke to like a lot of people and it was like this really like a uh, hippie like yeah it was like a hipster farmers market it was like coffee and like a lot of like luxury organic stuff yeah and the furthest away from the farm you can get yeah so so people like really loved it and there we took off like like we didn't expect the demand there and we only made a few bottles and for us at that time it seemed like a lot of bottles and right. uh, we sold out in a matter of 3 4 hours yeah. So, yeah so which farmers market was this because so, i know there's a couple that happened one happened somewhere near that lake pop spot it was in okay. uh, it was in a drive in near in, in cuba drive in next to yeah. um, like apollo hospital right, right yeah so yeah so we knew them through like my school like right. i they also just started their like pop up company and right. they decided to a farmers market and a lot of other kombucha companies are also actually there in that farmers market maybe like one before one after there was a lot of these smoothie companies a lot of them so there were a lot of beverage based companies that were there that's interesting so you okay so you had the and this was and this uh, this pop up was before the second wave or yeah just okay. before the second wave i think while the second wave was just starting yeah. while people didn't know it was the second wave yet yeah. i see and yeah. the unfortunate thing is the second wave also 
happened during like the, some the of the summer. hottest few months of uh, yeah. Hyderabad, and that's when the demand is usually the highest. Right? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's the summer when yeah. generally even even if you ask a cafe owner, they'll say cold beverages are like several factors higher in terms of sales during the summer, and it just dri- it just dips during during winters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can I can imagine, but uh, well, at least I mean. Um, you 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 survive that so yeah. you know that's yeah. something yeah and um okay so okay so you're coming out of the second wave and now you guys probably have to like start again right so what's the what's the play here like yeah so uh, like we uh, like there was in the middle of the lockdown a lot of these cafes a lot of the restaurants were shut down yep so they were like most of our cafes were able to like sell off whatever we have just given them we got a recall because they were like we have to close down our fridges we can't store your bottles even though they last a few months but we can't store your bottles so you'll have to take some back so we've taken them back and we were we were worried we were like oh my god there's a lot of things coming back yeah. but uh, somehow i think before even the second wave uh, like ended our demand started to go back up again so like right. uh, yeah and people were having it and we made very few so luckily we never made a loss on any of these things interesting yeah, yeah. so uh, like nothing ever got spoiled or expired because they last for a long time right yeah and uh, yeah and then all of our cafes that we have onboarded before the second wave have come back and uh, and now the and then the sales were like double the time that they ordered the first time so yeah it just quickly picked up and this was just till like the previous december and like in feb and march our sales have doubled again yeah so like our cafes are yeah. just generally expecting a lot more yeah yeah, yeah. and uh, it's going through the like kombucha is now just a thing that all like what some all the best cafes have it right so like people other cafes are also understanding like yeah we need to have some format of those and there are a lot of people making their own or getting it and it's it's just something that i think people are like really like it in the summer yeah that's just the only thing that's interesting so okay so now you've started and um, now obviously you know doing well you're on swiggy um so now i want to talk to you about like you have a lot of different flavors of kombucha right yeah. very distinct you have uh, you have the masala chai you have the pineapple express i think yeah uh, nice uh, nice reference in there <laughs> uh for all the satrojan fans in the house um and also apple uh, sunrise right yeah. so uh, um so most kombucha companies that i've seen they try to experiment with flavor um but uh, you guys you guys have been doing it really well right i mean i mean at least to me um uh, so how so what what is your take like how did the flavors come about did you like always know that you wanted like a certain set of flavors did that expand over time are you planning to add more yeah so we started with the first three was original yeah uh, our pineapple express flavor and masala chai so original and pineapple express when i you know um pineapple is like a very um first time as kombucha and when i started like researching about kombucha a lot of people would say you know like for the first time try to make pineapple because it's a very approachable flavor and really pairs very well with uh, you know with the flavor of of kombucha so those two were kind of obvious ones that i'd made before at home and um you know I, i everyone really enjoyed even friends and stuff when we tried it and masala chai was was kind of like 
um you know where before starting we wanted to have like a more unique punchier spicier flavor and that that's what that's what masala chai was because you know hyderabad loves its yeah its so we I, with masala chai is actually like a mixed uh, sort of flavor because there are people who absolutely love it people who do not like it yeah and uh, a, a lot of people who don't like it have never tried it it's because of the name so oh, okay yeah oh. so people think like masala chai means i don't know i thought like so that's not a review then that's just judgment yeah so straight up they're like mm, masala i don't know i don't really like chai so there's also like the coffee culture that's coming up people now hate tea all of a sudden like all the all the bougie people so they're like oh i don't want chai like i don't really drink chai and then i was like no it's not chai like there's no milk in this you know we just use spices and it's just a name like the flavors name yeah, and it's like no i don't really like spicy food and or like spicy drinks that's what she like that's what people used to Wait, say are people in hyderabad turning white they don't like <laughs> spicy food they don't not want spicy tea. food spicy like yeah like spicy oh, oh, drinks kombucha okay yeah yeah that's so just, they, like sense. they were thinking when i when i'm talking about spices they're not like thinking of you know these cardamom cinnamon they're thinking of you know like i put savory spices yeah like savory spices like garam masala into my kombucha so they were just like no i don't like all these kind of things and they went for the most sweeter flavors that that's fine but people who do like it they really like our masala chai so in hindsight probably naming could have been better yeah. because masala chai uh, like like she said right a people think it's either it either contains milk and are slightly off put by that or b people think it's a savory spice blend and are off put by that and think okay savory in a kombucha no i don't think that's going to work yeah. yeah you should probably name it something like pumpkin spice kombucha yeah then, so that uh, was the inspiration <laughs> of like you know like oh maybe you should do like a pumpkin spice oh, really? yeah Interesting. and he was like no i already tried it out like so he i think he also made like a masala chai ice cream at home and it I was see. really good yeah. and uh, he played with the same notes with the kombucha and it it came out really well because kombucha is essentially like this tea right so the flavors play played very well and uh, yeah i like we were he was just saying like maybe we should have something that's more like like an homage to local like hyderabad so yeah. it's something that you know like we thought hyderabad's love hyderabadis love chai right yeah. so they yeah. will love this but i think it's mostly because uh, i think it's also it it like uh, it it gives you like a warmer feeling the sound of masala chai and people true, just ge- generally don't like hot drinks i yeah. think again it's a lot of mixed yeah call it non alcoholic mulled wine and i'm <laughs> sure a lot of people will buy that but no i think i agree with what you said uh, before as well that uh, the um, the pineapple express flavor is very good for someone just trying out kombucha yeah. Yeah. i think it's slightly sweeter i don't know what it is but uh, it it does make for an easier kombucha induction process yep. um that's what i gave my partner's parents as well when they were first trying it and it pairs well with shawarma so you know that's that's always uh, an advantage um so how you, uh, so one thing i mean this is very specific but i see a lot of people who make kombucha have a santra based flavor of kombucha which i really hate and but people seem to keep doing it in like different cafes across the city um and like is there were you also considering like an orange based kombucha flavor or so no not really uh, but uh, like like i never uh, like got to tell you about the other flavors right so we right. came up these these with these three flavors then we started adding on like the pomegranate basil the grape rosemary and our latest one is the apple sunrise this is the right. newest addition that we've added and uh, 
with every single after the masala chai right we just wanted to focus on getting our kombucha to be more flavor forward so we wanted right. that was our main focus we we saw that uh there are a lot of like around the time we started there were a lot of other kombucha players as well yeah. and we saw yeah. that there were a lot of kombucha players doing basic you know like just generic fruit and kombucha this was a pairing that everybody was doing so we wanted to add in another level of complexity to stand out and we started we started working with very unique like you know like using herbs in a drink is something that's no, not something that people really do in india and but we were we were just experimenting for ourselves and we absolutely fell in love with how herbs and fruit like plays well with kombucha and uh, that's where the pomegranate basil started off and i think it's our best seller our pomegranate basil right right yeah and our grape rosemary was also like even rosemary we were again working trying to find herbs that and like we were thinking of like flavor pairings which works well and like there were some the other herbs we were exploring were like thyme and all of these yeah and uh, rosemary again is like very aromatic but it just on the nose it has so much flavor but in the taste you actually don't get that much yeah because the pomegranate overpowers everything yeah so this in is nice grape way, the grape yeah. rosemary so the grape, oh, grape. Right. yeah yeah, yeah. so exactly. the grape plays yeah. really well yeah so you have like one major flavor and one minor yeah yeah type. so something like that so where they both play together and so our apple sunrise is definitely our most complex flavor yeah. so we were we want it was initially just going to be a limited edition that was just for the winter months because uh, and it i think we launched it in october right yeah, yeah. so uh, it was inspired by fall which i know we don't have it here but uh, yeah the fall flavors and uh, yeah it's fall somewhere yeah <laughs> yeah and the colors of fall yeah, yeah. and the colors of fall and uh, yeah we saw there were these old american like traditional recipes where they actually put in slices of oranges in their apple cider that they make at home yeah. just like one or two slices yeah. but and then we just started experimenting with it and the combination so our apple sunrise actually has apple juice and orange juice i see yeah. i see so we use all cold pressed juices so so you do use orange in one of your flavors yeah but oh, it's like man. it's a smaller percentage yeah yeah so it it's not something that we want to like highlight or anything. yeah because it's very the apple sunrise flavor is is very non alcoholic cider vibes yeah like from it like it yeah. tastes just like cider but without the alcohol so that's yeah. that's interesting yeah. because uh, there are a few places that make cider in hyderabad um but none that make very good cider like it's very decent average yeah 5 pounds for like the entire gallon kind of cider like uh-huh. very mass markety but um speaking of that you guys so one thing i've noticed is that you know obviously there are a lot of uh, people making kombucha and uh, even from the same person who makes kombucha there's like huge variance right between how it tastes how it um, you know sometimes it's too sweet sometimes it's not as sweet um but i've had a lot of your bottles now and they have a very consistent taste across um so i know you guys do small batch but like so does everyone else so like is there something that you do you have like it i mean you guys have make very consistent kombucha so could you like tell us about the production process and like how you maintain that consistency so i think we're just more we're just very methodical in uh in in our recipe and uh uh i i believe even with even with us right there there is certain inconsistencies from bottle to bottle it's it's natural it's a raw product so that's bound to be there and even even things like fruits 
they sort of change their flavor over time different seasons you're going to have different sweetness of the of the oranges and the pi- uh, and the pineapples but um, apart from that it's just being methodical i guess and having a very uh, you know rigid recipe right so and so just to kind of like make it clear for anyone listening so you do this small batch production process right yeah. so it's not a lot of uh, kombucha you're making at one one time and so how has that been in terms of like production and bottling and stuff so it is a uh, like we make a lot of kombucha at one time we ferment it in smaller containers right yeah so that is the only extent where the small batch comes in but let's say we're making a yeah. whole lot of it in like one go so it's just when we divide it because they all ferment in their own vessels Right, right so the containers that they're in they all are fermenting in a slightly different way but we've over time so he's been brewing it for quite a long time and uh, when we first even started off this thing we were having quite a lot of problems with it gushing because of the heat like yeah yeah so we had to like tone down the fermentation time and work with the temperatures so this is something that we still do we adapt over seasons so right. we have a, a different recipe for the winter and the summer oh interesting is yeah. this because the the temperature the temperature the so we we have to uh you know consider the temperature we have to consider uh you know just the general like how um like hot it is getting like how harsh the light is entering the room and all of these and where we are placing it and uh, we have to check the ph the ph of right. our kombucha is something that we regularly check to right. make sure that it's all consistent and uh, yeah and then it's just in it's just small tweaks that we make from winter to summer it's not massive so you won't you won't be able to tell but it's right. just to make sure that it's not going to fall all over you because right. that do, that does yeah. tend to happen with some kombuchas so quick question on the ph meter do they still have strips or is there like a, like an electronic no. meter oh, we're now? way beyond strips now what yeah do they have like an electronic meter yeah, for ph yeah we now? have an yeah. electronic wow of course they do oh, yeah. that's that's so cool it's 2022 i know <laughs> i know i know yeah so the answer to why your kombucha is so consistent is because y'all are nerds and uh, y'all uh, take meticulous care about it that's a, that's a good word in this part of town so it's uh, fine yeah but, uh, i know but I, i still think there's there's a long way to go in that uh, the, 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 there's much more that we can keep keep testing and checking to make sure that we have more consistency batch to batch um so yeah I, I, we, we expect to be more consistent in the future So yeah. we hope our the only inconsistencies that you find in our bottle let's say from one week to another week would only be from the flavor of the fruit itself like you'll only find that because that is something we can't control uh, so when we started this company we saw that there were so many kombucha companies out there that one they yeah they were making kombucha but a lot of them were pasteurized and nobody even knew they were pasteurized so that means they're killing off the bacteria just to make it more shelf stable so let's say like if you're if you're ordering kombucha online and it's not coming in some sort of system where it has uh, you know like ice uh, you know those gel packs that are there inside and some sort of insulation that means it's uh, it's a pasteurized kombucha and uh, it can stay outside and that means it doesn't have any probiotics it doesn't have um uh, yeah like it's not alive uh, like what we market and right. and then on top of that we wanted to focus on like even like some kombuchas even though the base the kombucha base is fine their flavoring a lot of times is just artificial flavors because yeah. uh, 
and that comes to that tends to come up as very chemical like mouth feel and yeah. yeah so we like our main uh, we wanted to focus on having like cold pressed fresh juices that was something that we we spent a lot and a lot of our portions uh, costing actually comes is because of the fruits itself yeah no yeah. i i know which i know these uh, pasteurized kombuchas you're talking about because i have ordered them online and yeah. i was like never again it's just it's so bad yeah, yeah. i've ordered kombucha with, and then the first thing i do when i ordered kombucha is i check its shelf life right i see the se- shelf life and it says something like 9 months to 12 months shelf stable ambient temperature that that's that's yeah. ringing alarm bells to me because that probably means that it's basically soda at this point yeah 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 my heuristic is that if i can order it off like amazon or swiggy instacart yeah. Yeah. then it's probably you know yeah. not a good kombucha yeah. um but yeah obviously i didn't know about the pasteurization process but in hindsight that that definitely makes sense because yeah. how will you keep something you know with uh, an active culture alive for so long yeah that makes sense but no actually it's i mean i'm sure i mean <laughs> to your taste buds you know i'm sure there's more you can do on consistency um but just by you know kombucha i've had at you know quite a bunch of cafes like their kombucha on monday and thursday is just very very different like it's a different drink altogether um so just you know and this is just in terms of like broad things like sweetness or carbonation right like yeah. which are things like you know or i guess now that you mentioned maybe even ph right um it there's just so much variance and i'm sure there is some in yours as well i mean it has to be right yeah. this is a life culture yeah. uh, you can't really uh, control, control it, uh, it at a very precise level um but no it's it's still very consistent all things considered so yeah kudos on that like it's really good uh, consistent kombucha um so okay so now you're on swiggy and um, how's how's this going and what are your plans are you uh, planning to so because the one thing i see in kombucha and like you were talking is that if you want to kind of uh, it's it's okay, it's great if you, as long as you're in one city or like in one area but if you want to go to a larger geographic area yeah. you need to have multiple you know production units yeah. otherwise you'll get into that same shelf life pasteurization issue right so yeah. what's the plan from here on out and i know you know maybe this is too early a question to ask but uh, you know yeah i think that two ways to go forward to expanding to other cities right like based on our research one is you 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 have you 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 fork over a little bit more uh money and have uh, you know have a more robust like delivery this thing where you have like an insulated packaging and you have all that and so you're able to ship out to uh customers probably with like a one day delivery and it remains uh yeah. in that insulated packaging for that day and the other one is obviously to have like dispatch units in in different uh in, in different cities so I, i mean i don't know so i think going forward probably the um, we're exploring both ideas but the delivery thing is just happens to be really really expensive because you have to have a, a like a dedicated box which is basically a cooler for an entire day being yeah. sent out yeah. and i i don't know if it's the most uh if it's the most efficient either because you're wasting so much yeah. resources yeah. in sending out this massive uh massive package all the way to another uh, city yeah so and uh, like and another thing is 
when people are let's say like out of hyderabad they're planning to order it right they can't just order one unit because we can't package it in that way you, yeah, we have yeah. to send out a minimum pack of like 8 or 12 units so that you know i can insulate the entire box because it's it's next to impossible to just insulate one bottle and send it out and uh, yeah and so most likely we are planning to figure that out it's just that in india we saw that people don't really like paying extra for shipping so <laughs> yeah uh, and like that's how they do it in other they countries they don't really like paying period <laughs> but uh, yeah for shipping as well yeah shipping yeah. is just some like no i'm not going to pay so much yeah, and yeah. our shipping costs are almost as high as one bottle like buying a single bottle yeah so for each uh, 12 pack it's like it will be 400 500 just to yeah, ship it yeah, out yeah yeah so it it didn't make sense but another way we would be planning out is to have warehouses across the country yeah. and just uh, ship it out to them using yeah. like refrigerated trucks like cold trucks yeah. so we can manufacture here and send it out or we'll just set up other production places across yeah. the country yeah it's it's an interesting it's it's a slightly difficult problem as well because obviously like uh, i'm sure because kombucha is non alcoholic you don't have like permissions issues on alcohol and stuff uh, liquor and stuff um but this is a problem that i know that brewers in the west coast of india have faced because you know you go to goa and bombay and you'll get a lot of uh, cider you'll get you know this mead uh, yeah. and other fermented uh, alcoholic stuff and it's slightly different but uh, they don't ship to rest of india right like even in delhi there are very few fermented uh, drinks on offer um so i know it's like not a trivial problem uh, <laughs> um but it is interesting because uh, on the west coast it's kind of figured out so you go to goa pune mumbai you have like great access to fermented beverages you know alcoholic and yeah. i'm guessing non alcoholic as well now um but just as soon as you move away from there it's just kind of like the the system breaks down so i guess maybe you know maybe the only paying customers right now are yeah. in the in the western uh, coast yeah, of india yeah that is one that's one thing definitely because like you won't like about kombucha especially people need to have some sort of knowledge about fermented drinks so it's very hard for me to explain it to like a normal to, to just like anybody like there are people who come to our store and it's like what is this and it's like it's a fermented tea is like what is fermented and i just can't break it down and that too if i have to do it let's say in telugu or hindi i struggle to explain it i'm just like just try it you like it <laughs> oh i yeah. i i can uh, i don't know if this will help but uh, my um my uh I, I don't know if it's a good pitch but my pitch for people trying kombucha is is it's coke for uh, coca cola for uh, diabetics because <laughs> it's fizzy it's sweet uh, but it has about a tenth or 20% of the sugar of uh, of a coke so it's much nicer coke and uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know this is again a bad pitch i guess uh, but it really makes you poop well so you know it's yeah uh, i've heard this from a friend too <laughs> yeah it's no it does it does it's really great for your gut health otherwise yeah. also yeah. um but uh, yeah that's that's interesting oh this was um, yeah i don't think i have any other questions uh, i've also read some obscure uh, research about how apparently kombucha improves hair growth <laughs> really <What>? and no <laughs> i can tell you from experience it hasn't been helping that much and so 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 what what the research has done is um they've claimed to take uh, take the so 
the scoby right the scoby is the so when you're fermenting kombucha you have this like thick um layer of cellulose that forms on top right and that's basically called the scoby uh, which stands for symbiotic culture of bacteria and yeast we're getting right. very nerdy here on this podcast right. but yeah, yeah. um so so what the research claims is that they have taken uh clippings of pieces of the scoby and put it on someone's uh someone's head and that has marginally improved hair growth yeah the keyword being marginally <laughs> i don't trust this research <laughs> at all but i'm sure if you type kombucha improves x you will find you will find research. something yeah. Yeah. yeah you will find something <laughs> like we are uh, i mean we're obviously like uh, we love kombucha right so we are all, we're always looking on how it helps whatever part of like a human system so like there are there's obviously like a lot of research that i know might work for mental health like a lot of people say like gut health is related to mental yeah, health yeah yeah so if your gut health is lacking that will definitely impact your at least your immediate mental health and that's i think something that kombucha has so people like people say like oh i feel like super good after having it are you sure it doesn't have alcohol it's like yeah we're sure it doesn't have alcohol <laughs> it might just be like there's a lot of antioxidants in kombucha so you feel really good like like after having like a juice right you'll feel really good so that's probably it and then there's so many things there's things about like cancer there's things about i, I don't trust anything. there was things yeah, about I, uh, yeah. like covid and like we obviously like yeah. what is this this getting kind of out of hand yeah i know uh, even even the gut health the microbiome evidence that there exists we don't understand much at all about the microbiome in fact um so uh, you know it says that kombucha is good for gut health right um how they do this is that uh, they take a sample from your gut and then they'll plate it on like a petri dish and they'll see how many colonies are formed mm-hmm. on that petri dish so it's like you know like 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 a scooby right it's it's one big dish right yeah it just so these colonies are just like small circular things on like a uh, you know a gel in a plate Right. Yeah. and uh, if there are more of these colonies they're like oh look more bacteria <laughs> and if there are less of these colonies they're like oh look less bacteria in fact they count how many colonies are there um i'm sure it's slightly more advanced now but not by a lot like we also don't understand how these bacteria interact in the gut very well uh, some understanding now but it's just like it's just we are at the beginning of we are at the door of this research so diet coke they had this research that they published in nature um where they fed a bunch of mice diet coke and they fed a bunch of mice i don't know sugar water or something like some control and uh, then they kind of took samples from their gut from both these mice and they plated it and they saw that the ones with diet coke had fewer bacteria colonies and the ones in sugar water had more bacteria colonies so they were like oh diet coke is bad for your gut health <laughs> um but then apparently you know i i don't know how how that research has stood the test of time because like one research group will do it here then another research yeah, group will yeah. find it so but yeah it's it, it's but again as coke with like sh- less sugar yeah. uh, and more natural stuff yeah, it's, yeah. it's 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 not much nice yeah and in terms of gut health though we we have had people come yeah we have a lot of yeah, people of course who, who just drink our kombucha just for their gut because there are people who like so we'll ask them like oh how did you find out about it it's like oh my nutritionist told me about you or some other like you know like my health coach or a trainer and it's like yeah and if it works for me uh like 
i'll come by like every single i'll come and pick up like every single week and we have so many of those customers who drink it purely for their gut health issues so even we are we were also like oh like skeptical like does it really work and but yeah just our i think our customers are one of the main people who will just tell you like it works yeah i mean i, I mean part of the reason that i drink kombucha as well is because like yeah it does uh, make my gut health uh, and uh, slightly better but you know again like the skeptic inside me is like maybe it's just because i'm not drinking coke at yeah, the same it time could be, it could so be who knows so, but right? yeah. yeah like if they just had masala chai instead yeah. of masala chai kombucha yeah. you know that much tea and milk going yeah. on and half the people are lactose intolerant and yeah. they don't know about it and they're just drinking milk all through the day <laughs> so like pet kharab ho gaya but you know yeah i don't want that to be the the, the pitch the pitch is that it tastes yeah, great it tastes great yeah. and it's, it's, great it's good for you yeah. i mean in terms it, it it's all natural that's that's yeah. the pitch there yeah and it's like yeah and i think um the one thing i don't like about kombucha is like oh it's it's such a such a happy drink you know like oh and what about single malt scotch that you're having huh <laughs> it's uh <laughs> yeah but yeah it's it's such a great drink to have and um yeah i hope uh, you guys uh you know uh keep selling out in stores and uh, everywhere else um usually there's sort of and yeah, it's uh, usually yeah. you that 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 takes us over the edge and uh, makes us out of stock so <laughs> yeah you're always uh, like you know like the last i think the last two weeks or one week every single flavor where going out of stock is with your order oh i'm uh you're welcome i guess <laughs> although i feel like saying no. i'm sorry i don't know <laughs> No, no, keep on. Yeah, yeah, keep yeah. On no, it. it's fine. Uh, no, this, these, th- yeah, these are my favorite kombuchas at the moment. I kind of, uh, I cycle through a lot of kombucha places even before, yeah. but these are really nice. I think the worst ones are definitely the ones I get on Swiggy Instacart. I will oh, not. I didn't know you get on them Swiggy on Swiggy. Yes, yes, you do. It's it's horrible. Ah, okay. It's horrible. You get them off Amazon as well. And I wish I'd remember their names so I could name and shame them, but they're just so obscure. Does I'm it, just does blocked it rhyme out. Hey yo, it could, it could, <laughs> it could. Uh, I don't think you should say it. No, no, I, I don't think. I know it's no, it's not. It's actually a very different brand. It's on Instacart, and it's just okay. horrible. It's when yeah, it's when like wild wildberries kombucha was off. You guys were off on that day or something, uh, and I was just like, fine, let's order from here and. It's just so bad. Like I should have. Just... We also have a site. Like we have a website. Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah. I check so that you, out. Yeah. Like sometimes, uh, I think we are planning to start like a subscription service for a lot of our customers because they're anyway buying like a lot per week. Yeah, yeah. I've heard that works well for some people as well. Yeah. Um. Yeah. We had Niharika on the last podcast, and uh, she also has a subscription service. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. I. You know, I don't know if restaurants are how restaurants work because a lot of them brew it themselves. But um, yeah, I mean, it's yeah. But I think sw- Swiggy, right? So Swiggy uh, removes a lot of the friction out of that impulse purchase. They have all your payments saved. They know where you live. Uh, yeah. They have your address saved. Everything, and it's the moment you open Swiggy or Zomato for that matter, the f- the first results you see are going to be places you've ordered from. frequently yeah, or yeah, yeah. previous to this and you, you already have your favorite items pre-filled in that um, in that cart yeah so it really makes that it really removes the friction from the purchase yeah and uh, i think i think that's where they add value and that's why you know they they take such a steep cut as well because 
that's true that's the pipeline that's they provide yeah um all right i think those are all my questions um thank you all so much for spending so much time thank you um, thank you but um so if you all are listening uh, order hydro kombucha on swiggy and uh, on their website as well yeah. um and um yeah uh, see you all on the next podcast thank you guys so much right. thanks a lot thanks for having us